0: What's up, everybody? Happy belated King Day, and welcome back to the Well Rounded Wolf Podcast. This is episode eighteen. My name is Calvin,
1: and I'm Angela,
0: and we are so glad that you decided to hang out with us today. If this is your first episode, we are a personal and professional development podcast where we also talk about hot news and just random stuff. Angela, it's early in the morning and it's cold. How you feeling today? i'm feeling pretty good good you ready to do a podcast i'm ready let's do it let's do it so let's let's jump out there this morning and talk about the super bowl a little bit you gonna watch
1: oh yeah
0: we throwing a party oh no 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 we having some super bowl snacks yes what, what you got in mind um a
1: little queso some hot wings May use the air fryer for the first time.
0: Okay, that air fryer been in the box a long time, so I'm looking. I'm looking forward to uh, knocking the dust off that thing.
1: Well, you know, Doctor Brown said either one of us could open it.
0: She did. She did, and we got to do what Doctor Brown says. She was a good guest.
1: Yes, she was.
0: Yes, indeed. So that Super Bowl it takes place on February the 13th. So that's one day before Valentine's, right? Yes. Okay, so for all y'all out there. Go ahead and get your Super Bowl goodies. You know it's a shortage at the store, uh, grocery store shelves,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Valentine's Day. Uh, it's the, the day after. The day after. So, you know, get get yourself ready to rock and roll. So this is just a, a PSA from the Well-Rounded Wolf uh, podcast. I think we want to talk a little bit about something the National Retail uh, Foundation or Federation has out there about uh, spending spending. Angela, how much do you think, and I, you may have seen this already, but how much do you think the average person spends on Super Bowl?
1: Um, I'm going to say if you're throwing a party or even if you're making food for your own household, 100 bucks.
0: 100 bucks. okay. So you, you did, you, you almost nailed it. It says $74.55. Now, what I don't know, it says per person. So I don't know if they're thinking... Husband, wife. If we're in one household, um, but it's saying the it, it, what it says is average per person expected uh, expenditure is seventy four fifty five. Because so to me that means husband, wife. Yes. Okay. Or husband, husband, or wife, wife, or whatever's going Please. on. Hey, it's twenty twenty two, right? Please. All don't. right. So, <laughs> so uh, seventy four fifty five. And while we're in here, let's take a look. So, what would you say it is for Valentine's Day?
1: Um, hmm. Being that husbands wait to the last minute to get things for their wives, I'm mm. going to say they probably spent about
0: wait, hus- okay, right? No, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I'm going to say they spent about a hundred dollars, Not- May- maybe a little bit more than that, but I'm going to say a hundred.
0: Okay, according to this. The average per person expenditure, and this was in twenty twenty one, is one hundred and sixty four dollars and seventy six cent. Okay, so yikes! And again, we're talking
1: per person. Too much money, in my opinion.
0: So that's what is that? Don't make me start doing math on here. But three, three about three twenty for a whole household between a couple. Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, because you know how I am about that. I don't like flowers. Period. Not for a gift yeah I buy my own flowers when I want some
0: That's right So let's run through let's run through all of this since we're here let's t- quickly take a look at all the holiday expenditures So the leading one that was kind of surprising to me they're saying back to college So when a kid is going back to college they say the average expenditure on that is about
1: $1200 I can see that Ooh $1200 I can see that I mean they have to get a refrigerator Um, comforters, especially if they're freshmen, Mm -hmm. you know, they have to get a refrigerator comforters, um, you know, to decorate their dorm and things of that nature. That's usually for girls. (laughs) That's usually for girls, but yeah, girls like to decorate Mm -hmm. more than boys would. Boys are usually Mm -hmm. give me the minimum necessities. Yeah. So yeah, I could see that though. All
0: right. Okay. Well, shout out to. Mommy's and Daddy's paying twelve hundred dollars for back to college. The next one is winter holidays, and they're saying ninety nine. Oh no no no! Am I reading this? Nine hundred and ninety seven dollars and seventy three cents for winter. So we're talking winter holidays. And I read the article a little bit. It was uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, all that. They, they, the winter holidays, all of that. So nine ninety seven seventy three. And again, we're talking average per person expected expenditure.
1: I can definitely see that because think about it for Thanksgiving, I spend a lot for groceries.
0: Okay, yeah, 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 groceries. But a thousand—I haven't spent a thousand. I'm fifty. I don't know if I've spent a thousand dollars on all every Christmas added up
1: because you don't go shopping. I do. Okay,
0: all right. So, all right. Shout out to winter holidays, back to school eight hundred and forty eight dollars ninety cent
1: I can see that as well I
0: can kind of see that that's we never spent almost nine hundred dollars
1: on back to school
0: no with, yes no
1: with three boys maybe okay we did all
0: right so now we drop a whole bunch to the next one Mother's Day two twenty dollars okay I can sit now that one I I can vibe with that Easter 179.
1: Mm, okay. Okay. I can see for groceries, you know, Easter's my favorite holiday, so. Okay,
0: okay. My favorite holiday would be, uh, you guess, what do you think my favorite holiday is? Mm,
1: for you, I'm going to say Christmas. I guess,
0: yeah. Mm, I mean, <laughs> uh, So, next is Valentine's Day, and we'll hit these fast, 164.76, we already talked about that. Father's Day, so far down the list, at $174.10. And this is the average per-person expenditure. Graduation, it doesn't say whether we're talking college or high school or what, $119.44. Halloween, checking in at $102.74. Super Bowl, like we talked about earlier, $74.55. Independence Day, $80.54. And St. Patrick's Day, $40.77. Yeah. So here's the thing. I know we, we're not a budgeting show, but even if a person did half or a third of those numbers, uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day called the I Got Sense podcast, which is real cool. It's an older black guy and a younger black guy, and they kind of talk about, from their different perspectives, saving money, investing, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And the older guy is like a certified financial advisor. And yeah. he's, he owns several businesses and been around the block a minute. So, but anyway, he recommends that people actually budget all this stuff, like uh, your holiday savings and your expenditures and all that kind of stuff. So, so cool. So uh, get ready. Get ready for your Super Bowl and all this good stuff. All right, Angela, what what we got coming up next?
1: Next, we will have what are you into?
0: Okay. What are you into? Who's going first?
1: I'm gonna say you are gonna go first.
0: Uh huh. Okay. So with what are what are we into? Um, mine is kind of easy. What I'm into is I'm still reading the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Books on the shelf over here somewhere. Boom, right up there. Um, so you still doing the stuff? I'm still getting up, uh, going through my what they call the lifesavers, uh, and I think. You know, it makes me feel better. I'm feeling better so far. I feel like I'm performing better. I'm about to start a new job. So I, I'm going to take it into that. So my days are going better. We'll say that. Uh, the other thing I'm into is I love true crime podcasts. I love true crime TV shows. Yes, he does. Uh, that's my thing. Right now, I'm into one called uh, Black Girl Gone. And the average episode is about 40 minutes, maybe. But she's able to present the characters, wrap it up, tell the story. She kind of, you know, comes from a perspective of that these black girl cases, missing black women uh, cases, don't get enough coverage. So she covers it. She does it respectfully. It's entertaining. It's just a really good uh, true crime podcast. So I, you know, when I'm taking my walks and stuff, I'm listening to Black Girl Gone right now. Uh, she does an excellent job. So shout out to the Black Girl Gone podcast. And a quick one, quick one. We had this the other night. Uh, I'm into Caribbean food, and I'm loving a place in Jackson called uh, Jerk City Jerk City Grill. So if you're in Jackson, Mississippi, swing by Jerk City Grill and get that lucky number seven. This is not an advertisement either. We're not getting paid. They're just good. It's just good food.
1: It really is.
0: It's just good food. So, that's what I'm into, Angela. What you into?
1: Um, I'm actually still into Tap of the Browns book. Okay. I've read it once. Mm-hmm. And as I said on the podcast, previous podcast episode, mm-hmm. that I was going to read it again. And I am. I've started. Um, journaling still, not much has changed. Still juicing.
0: Still juicing. Still, you losing any
1: anyway. weight? Um, let's just say I feel better. I, I, I'm beginning to feel... Better in some ways. Are you
0: feeling better because of the juice? or Are you feeling better because of the hugs and caresses that I provide?
1: I'm feeling better definitely because of the juice. Um, Because of the juice. Because of the juice. Because of the juice. I think that I'm getting the nutrients that I need inside my body that I have not been getting consistently, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like the vegetables and things of that nature. So I'm feeling better because of the juice. Okay.
0: Do you want to say anything about the hugs and kisses that I provide?
1: Null and void. Okay. All right.
0: Well, you know, okay. Go ahead. What's next? What we got?
1: (laughs) No, y'all. He gives me hugs and kisses every day. Um, She gives me love, 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 (laughs) love, crazy love. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. (laughs) Next, we have Guess Who?
0: Guess Who? All right.
1: And last time I had um, the plan cards, the deck of cards that Calvin bought. And we are going to pull out another card. I'm going to shuffle them. They are prominent African-Americans. So I'm going to read the description on the card and see if Calvin can um, guess who we pulled this time.
0: What if you, you, if you pull up the card that I'm on, are you going to put it back or let me guess me?
1: It's not I know here. I'm in there, right? No, it's not in here. I'm not worried about Throw
0: that. Throw them away. Throw that deck away. <laughs> they missed they missed the prominent American. Yeah.
1: Okay, you should prominent definitely prominent African American. You should definitely get this one. I am emphasized educator in family I emphasize education and family values as means to succeed. The national spokesman for the African-American cause at turn of the 20th century. So I am an educator and a leader. Say that again. I emphasize education and family values as means to Mm secede. I I was the national spokesman for the African-American cause at turn of the 20th century. That's it? That's it.
0: Hell, I could be anybody. I have no idea.
1: Okay, I'll give you another hint. Okay. He is no longer living. hmm And his last name was a... It's also the same last name as a former president that I don't necessarily care for. But he's an African-American.
0: Okay. Uh, let me, I'll have to marinate because I, I have no idea.
1: Okay. 20th century.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right well, so we're going to reveal that at the end of the show, right?
1: Right. We'll, we'll move on from that one and go to our next segment, which is. In the news.
0: In the news. All right, let's check out what we got in the news today.
1: We got a lot in the news today.
0: Yes, Lord. So do you remember the good old days when you had communion and you ate the, the cracker? Oh, yes. And drunk the juice?
1: Yes, but you do not do communion if your heart is not right.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. So uh, this is not exactly communion, but they didn't kick that up a notch. Okay. So, what, I'm not going to read all this, but this is, we could have called this strange news also. A mega church pastor in Oklahoma. Dorothy sent us this, by the way. So, shout out to Dorothy for sending us this uh, wonderful story. <laughs> uh, a mega church pastor in Oklahoma uh, apologized for a demonstration during his sermon being too extreme and disgusting. When he rubbed spit mm. on a churchgoer's face, ooh, oh hell no! So this, and I saw the video. She's Dorothy sent the video, and and I mean, when I say he reached way back up in here in his you know lung capacity and hocked one up twice, mm. and then rubbed it all over this man's face to demonstrate. Um, Faithfulness, I guess, was the demonstration. But okay. But that's in the news. Any any quick thoughts about that, Angela? Could that have been you?
1: No, not at all. And I just think that and this is this is my personal opinion. I think that he um he took things way too far. And I think that you lost a lot of people. By doing that because you were more, in my opinion, he was more showboating Mm -hmm. and he again, again, this is just my opinion. I don't think you could have prayed about that because I don't think God would have told you to do that. That's my opinion. I don't think you if you did pray about it, I don't know if you waited for an answer because (laughs) I just don't believe God would have um, said do that in front of in front of hundreds of thousands of people i just don't think he would Uh, all
0: right well preachers weigh in preachers pastors weigh in let us know what you think are you gonna add that to your service (laughs) i hope not all right so let's go with next in the news angela would you want a pig organ i like let me set this up yeah yeah first of all the article didn't pull up, but anyway, do you want, would you, would you want a, a pig organ like the pig's heart or, or the intestines or any of that stuff to keep you alive?
1: Hmm. Or
0: would you say, let me go on? That's
1: a tough question. Um, that's a really tough question.
0: Yes or no? You got to tell me right now.
1: I'm going to say yes, maybe.
0: Yes, maybe. All right. So you would take the pig transplant. Well, they're doing that now. And that's going to be the, and we're going to we're going to show all these uh, we're going to share all these links and things here. So the the title of this article is "Pig Heart Transplant Patient Not Deserving Due to Criminal Past," the victim's family says. Hmm. And I'm not going to dig deep in here, but I just want to say this: Do you think the fact that this 57 year old gentleman ...that had previously killed someone. Okay. David Bennett Sr. received a genetically modified pig heart to replace his own after he was diagnosed with terminal heart disease. 34 years earlier, Bennett Sr. stabbed Edward Schumacher multiple times, leaving him paralyzed from the waist down. So, do you think that this gentleman was deserving of this transplant to keep him alive... And do you did his previous life as a killer? Does that influence your decision?
1: Well, if I'm answering honestly, I'm going to have to say, the person that I am today, I am not the judge or the jury. But but also, if that was your loved one that someone had killed. And you're trying to keep them alive. I could see where the family was very upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a tough question, but just from what my beliefs are, I'm just going to say it's not up to me.
0: All right. So it's not up to you. So you are going to remain non committal. You're really, this morning, you're going with some answers that are not answers. I just want to say that. But
1: that's cool. They are answers. You got to be like,
0: yeah, he should get the heart. Or no, he don't deserve that damn heart. (laughs) All right. That's cool. Let's go. On to the next one. (laughs) On to the next one. So for all of you M&M lovers out there, you've got some changes coming. Let me tell you about your changes. Let me tell you about your changes, M&M lovers out there. And I don't know if I'm not enunciating, but M&M. So like the candy there's going to be some changes coming to the characters to make them more. uh, Let me just see if I can find a little M&M iconic characters, six different colored lentils, each with their own personality have gotten a modern makeover for a more dynamic, progressive world. Hmm. Okay. The redesign is focused on creating a sense of belonging and community as well as spotlighting the characters' personalities rather than their gender. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop it off right there. Um, because I found that I, I like to get into rants over this gender stuff. And, and I actually, you know, cool, do it do whatever you want to do. I don't care. But my question to you is, have we lost our minds? And have we lost our minds? Like, have we lost our minds in the sense of why do we give a shit about changing the M&M's characters? That's my question to you. Are we wasting time? Send me that money, M&M or Mars or whoever makes M&M. Send me that money.
1: Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody
0: got time for that. I have t- yes. So, Angela, what do you think?
1: We've lost our minds.
0: We've lost our minds.
1: <laughs> I mean, seriously. There's, there are too many things that we have what's the, what's the uh, terminology dumbed down. Mm -hmm. There are too many things that has happened that we're doing that. And this is a prime example of Mm -hmm. one.
0: Okay. So we've lost our minds America. So, and internationally we got, we have listeners, Angela in places like Australia and Canada and uh, Puerto Rico, which is a territory of the U S like your, your previous president was not aware of that. But, um, I am, but we have <laughs> listeners uh, all over the place. So we are losing our mind all over the world.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: Did you hear that there was uh, a uh, young lady that won a bunch of games on Jeopardy recently?
1: Yeah, I heard about him. Okay, him.
0: I'm gonna let it go right there. All right. Uh, you know what? Angel, we went so deep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip this one story I had. Uh. Let's see here. Oh, I do want to get to this one. Got to do this one. So they found a 40... I'm not even going to open the article. We're going to link all these articles, y'all, so y'all can read them for yourselves. And y'all don't have to think, is Calvin lying? Calvin didn't make this stuff up. (laughs) All right. So there's a dude that lived alone. Well, his neighbors thought he lived alone. But sadly, this gentleman died. And this was in the U.S. I'm not even going to look up where, but it was in the U.S.
1: It was in Maryland.
0: It was in Maryland? Okay. So, Maryland. All right. And when they, they found this 49-year-old gentleman deceased. And I think they said natural causes. But you know what else they found in
1: his home? What?
0: Over 100 snakes. Some of them like a boa constrictors and exotic snakes and all that kind of stuff. So, over 100 snakes. What? Yes. Over 100. 1- Hundred snakes. So my question to you, Angela, as an expert on this kind of thing, is uh, <laughs> is uh, yeah. is uh, do you feel like? Because I, I I I'm not going to ask you if you would want to know. I know you would want to know. But my question to you is: Do you have a right to know if a neighbor, and I'm pointing over at Amy's house, or, or anybody's neighbor, has a hundred snakes in their home? I do you, did. Did you think you have a right
1: to I, know? I really do, especially being that some of those snakes were venomous.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, think it's, I think that you should be, I think all neighbors should be informed of that. What if one of the snakes got loose and you have small kids and things of that nature? Yes, I absolutely think I should have the right to know that.
0: Well, let me say this. We, there's a field behind our house. There's some snakes back there, I'm sure. Yeah. You don't know about them. You don't know. You're assuming there are some back there. What's the difference in the house next door?
1: Well, they're and in that field back there. They're in their natural nature. This gentleman chose to have them inside his home. He's um, he's getting them as a collect collection. Mm-hmm. So he's holding them captive. They're moving about as they normally would. So if they come on my property, I'm gonna shoot them.
0: Oh, all this man's snakes were housed. Or it doesn't
1: matter. They're in his house, and they could still get out.
0: But do you see how this? If, if there were laws, there is no, as far as I know, he's he doesn't have to disclose that. And as far as long as he's keeping them uh, enclosed, he's legally safe. As far as I know, I don't know anything about any of this. But uh, so he was wasn't in any kind of trouble for when he was dead. But even had, had he been alive, he wasn't in any trouble. But. Um,
1: I mean, I feel the same thing. What if somebody had... What if it was a, monkeys? I was going to say, what if somebody had a tiger in their home?
0: Mm-hmm. You, so you think it's a danger to the community? I think
1: it's a danger. To, of course I do. Okay.
0: I'm just asking. Don't get mad at
1: me. I'm not I'm getting just mad. Saying, oh, I'm just she's, saying.
0: she's passionate about this issue. So if anybody out there wants a spokesperson for citizens against other citizens <laughs> having snakes in the home look out to Angela and uh, she'll get on there and talk for you yeah alright alright well good stuff Angela good stuff it's good to know how you feel about that uh, I'm going to run out later this afternoon and head to the pet store and get us a pet snake
1: no. is that okay with you? no the hell you're not No, I'm
0: going to tell everybody I'm going to tell all our neighbors that I have it Okay. it's going to be a green snake
1: you won't be living here
0: oh, well you know uh... mam
1: and papa he's about to move back home
0: I've been trying to get back home for a minute now. So you saying a a snake will be the thing?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. All right. So let's jump into this thing. Let's jump into our meat and potatoes topic. And y'all out there, hey, hit us up on, uh, uh, you can reach us on the the email address. You can hit us on Instagram. Uh, Let us know how you feel about this, any of these topics. If you're like, hell no, or yeah, or I deserve to be able to have my snakes, or whatever, any of the stuff we talked about, interact with us, let us know, let us know. All right, so meat and potatoes. We're going to go through this kind of uh, kind of quickly today, but we're, we're talking about regret, okay? Regret, and the article that we want to spend a little bit of time with is called uh, The Five Main Stages of Life. And here's what to do at every age to minimize your regrets. And this is according to life coach Eyal Danon. <laughs> e Y A L D A N O N. We will link the article so you can check it out. And I think it's a pretty cool article. Um, but we're going to go through it kind of loosely. And because uh, I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about stages of life per se. You know, you just kind of live in life and you know, okay, at this age I was doing this or at this age I was doing that. And obviously at the, you know, at some point we're like, I wish I had done this or that at this time or that time. But this article kind of puts a little structure around it. And so what I'm thinking is most of our listeners are our age group. I'm 50. You're less than 50 by a few years. And, uh, you know, our people in my mind, have people that they're either raising or mentoring or, or, or grandparenting or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, this sounds like something that people can give some thought to and maybe share out. Yeah. Because I, I feel like Well Rounded Wolf podcast listeners want to share because sharing is caring, right? All right. So, let's get into it. All right. So, we're not going to go through the entire article. It's a, it's a nice article, but we're just going to talk about these stages and the bullet points that they listed here. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So, a dreamer. All right. So, well, the the premise of this article is this individual that wrote it feels like the stages of life we should start thinking of in 18-year blocks, 18-year increments. And he's got some things that he thinks we should focus on during, say, the first 18 years, the second, third, fourth, fifth, and so forth. Right? Right. And... I actually believe it's a pretty nice way to look at life and a nice way to kind of, you know, structure uh, life. So we're going to go through those stages with our uh, listeners and uh, think along with us and, uh, you know, send us some feedback on what you think about this. So let's start with this first stage. So the first stage is the dreamer stage. Okay. And he's saying birth to age 18. And uh, the bullet points under the dreamer stage are identify dreams for the future interview role models and find mentors so from the minute I hop out of the womb, womb <laughs> and you know I'm whatever I'm a dreamer oh so I need to, I need to go out here and I identify my dreams identify role models and find mentors
1: by the time you're 18 by the time
0: of 18 <laughs> so Angela uh, and, and we spoke about this earlier. We said that we wanted to kind of poke holes in this thing and think about somebody uh, from our community, whether mm-hmm. it's the inner city or rural areas, um, but is this realistic for somebody from our community? So this dreamer stage, identifying your dreams and finding role models and mentors, do you think that is uh, realistic and uh, applicable to that age group? Or what do you think we would run into some roadblocks? In our community.
1: I think that, you know, from birth to 18, honestly, I don't think it's realistic. I don't think that they have their minds mm-hmm. set on that. I think it's doable. Mm-hmm. I don't think it shouldn't be done. I just think that if you're looking at the normal age group, at, normal teenager at the age of 18,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think that they're focused Mm-hmm. Solely the way he has put it in this article. Mm-hmm. I think that they are, um, they may have some glimpse of mm-hmm. what they want to do in the future. You know, they're thinking about college and things mm-hmm. of that nature, but I don't think that they're concerned, especially in college. I don't think as a freshman, they're mm-hmm. concerned with interviewing role models unless you really got your mind Focused, mm-hmm. like if, unless you're a really focused individual, I don't think the average 18 year olds thinking about that because they're too um, much think they're they're so much thinking about you know getting Jordans and looking good and impressing friends and they're going through that still going through that stage of life even their first few years of college. Like I said, you have to be really focused.
0: So, what do you think we can do? Those. Uh, uh, guardians and uh, those that, you know, do uh, encounter these, this age group, what do you think we can do or those individuals themselves can do to actually put a little bit more structure? Because we know they're thinking, they might have a fleeting thought of, hmm, I like the way that looks. Oh, I would kind of like to be a news reporter. But how do you, what do you think we could do to, to take it to more than just a, a, a fleeting thought and actually... Like I'm going to email Byron Brown and ask him if if I can sit in with him on the news one day or whatever. How how, how can we take it a step further?
1: Well, I think that we need to always like for us because we're older, I I'm think we older, I'm young. I think we need to always reach back to help someone. Um mm-hmm. one of our guests, what was his name? He had that Ricky uh, Lewis. Ricky Lewis. Mm-hmm. I love what he said. I think it was the 3 P's.
0: Pe- peers. No, no, no. It was it was patterns,
1: mm-hmm.
0: peers and protege, Protégé. uh, patterns, peers and protege.
1: So I think that we need to identify and make a, an effort mm-hmm. to always help someone.
0: Mm-hmm. For
1: instance, you and I went out to eat the other day. Mm. And what did I do?
0: Uh, you you asked the guy for his email address and sent him some scholarship information.
1: Well, I asked him a few leading questions. I asked him if, if he was in college, mm-hmm. what was his major, you know.
0: He thought you were crazy, by the way.
1: And he, I mean, not really. <laughs> I don't think he thought I was crazy. But I was making an effort to give someone some knowledge that I have to mm-hmm. help them. Mm-hmm. Because what I've learned... Um, in my profession is that Mm -hmm. our people don't have a lot of the information. Mm -hmm. They don't go get it. They don't go look for it. But because I do have it, they don't have a lot of the information that can help them propel to the next level. Mm -hmm. Um, They're struggling. So this is possible. Mm -hmm. It is. But what I will say for those individuals who have, Young kids and are growing up to be eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. This will be a good time for them to implement this into their lives. We didn't have it. Well, I won't speak for you. I didn't have mm-hmm. this growing up. I didn't have anyone telling me to be a dreamer. Mm-hmm. I was just a natural dreamer. I I wanted to be a, a buyer. I was into fashion. Mm-hmm. I'm still into fashion to a certain degree. Um, I like decorating houses and things of that nature. But I didn't have anyone telling me that I could be that dreamer because I like I said I wanted to do other things
0: is that why you married a fashionable husband
1: and I didn't have anybody Uh, I remember seeing this black lady as what do you uh, call the the um, when when they're a gymnast Mm -hmm. on TV Mm -hmm. I remember seeing this black lady and I can't remember her name right now And I was young Mm -hmm. but I remember seeing her as a gymnast and I remember I was very flexible and I remember being outside and doing some of those moves well one of yeah. those moves included me had me on the concrete on the sidewalk having my legs and arms you know kind of just spread wide open mm-hmm. and what was told to me was close your legs up Yeah, but you yeah, know what i we, we
0: can't stifle drain oh yeah I was now looking back shit yeah. if, if you're in our day young and, and black you, you you were definitely gonna get some dreams stuff
1: <laughs> So that's what I'm saying we didn't have it but now that we know mm-hmm. and for parents out there who may have a child between the ages of six and 18, inspire them with their dreams like notice what they're doing mm-hmm. and you know don't tell your daughter who is very flexible, and she's legs and <laughs> she's trying to you know imitate mm-hmm. what she sees on TV from another black young lady. Mm-hmm. Close your legs up. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I get where they were coming from their mindset, but we're not. We're too young to think about that.
0: So we need to be a little bit more as as the older ones, a little bit more open minded. Uh, allow them to investigate more and you ask still more got probing them. questions, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And from the uh, standpoint of the actual. Person, right. Like I'm the person. The dreamer. Uh, just make more of an effort to seek out people? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm still kind of stuck on that part. And certainly we can't, you know, figure it out on our own. But I just, I know me. I, I, I didn't see, I, even today or through life, I ain't seeking out anybody for anything. If mm-hmm. I can't figure it out on my own, it's just not happening. And that's that. To this day, that's my... uh you know,
1: Personality. standpoint
0: on that. But, but I, I, see, I do regret not having a larger network and having used people more to some degree. But in a lot of cases, these people full of shit. That's what, let me say that again, looking at the camera. Full of shit. A lot of times people are full of shit. So, everybody's that scares full me of off shit at bit. some
1: point. I At some so. point in your life, we're all we yeah, all have been true. full of shit. Yeah, but yeah, that's for sure. So <laughs> you got to get past that okay. and take the good and leave the shit.
0: All right, all right. Are we going to put the explicit sticker on this show?
1: We may have to because you keep using profanity. Well,
0: you need like you need that preacher to rub
1: some spit on your face. <laughs> the hell, I Come do. Here. Come <laughs> here. I'm let gonna be re- like Dorothy Come calling me. the police. Come on, let me rub some
0: spit on your face. <laughs> Straighten you out. Oh, hell no. All right. All right. We're going to hit the gas pedal on the rest of these. we got the explore. So 18 to 36. Remember, we're talking 18-year eight, increments here. First stage is dreamer, birth to 18. So now we dream. We found those mentors. We've kind of interviewed them. So now as, as 18 to 36, we're an explore, And the bullet points under that are fully exhaust your potential. Take risk. Don't obsess over money. Hmm. What you think about those three?
1: I agree with them. Um, I think you shouldn't obsess over money in your 30s. However, I think that that 18 to 36 gap is a good time, especially now, to invest now so that mm-hmm. you won't have to work so hard as you get older. It's not so much that you need to obsess over money. You just need to make very good money decisions in that time frame is my opinion because we're not our parents Mm -hmm. things are different now we can buy stock now we don't Mm -hmm. have to go to this building and spend have $50,000 and things of that nature so Mm -hmm. I know he's saying don't obsess over money no you shouldn't but the quicker you can find what you love to do Mm -hmm. and make money and invest the quicker you can retire
0: I completely agree with that. Uh, in fact, particularly on this one, I think about that if you're, if you're black and you're over, I'm going to say over 40, and I'm 10 years over 40, you probably heard the saying that you're going to have to work twice as hard to get half as much. So particularly on this one, explore 18 to 36, and particularly on that bullet point, don't obsess over money if you if you black you got to, to double down yes because you, you like you said you need to identify uh your passions as early on as and quickly as figure possible. out you mm-hmm. know how you can make money the multiple streams of income it, it makes me feel really good i look around on social media and i see so many people today that are uh flipping homes uh doing online you know easy work on the in the afternoon some people are simply teaching english and and making money uh DoorDash and Uber and whatever it is for extra income.
1: Some people are going to Dollar Tree, finding the things that they need to make a product at Dollar Tree mm-hmm. and using that to, you know, have a business. I mean, yeah. side hustles are a thing now. So, not so much that you need to obsess over money, but the quicker you can learn how to do something on the side or if you can. Figure out what you love to do, because if you figure out what you love to do, it won't feel like a job. Mm-hmm. The quicker you can do that, mm-hmm. the quicker you can focus on retiring before you turn the so-called retirement age, which I think is 65. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. So I totally agree. So I agree with that. But like, I, I think the sooner you get there. Now, I, I do love that they said an explore goes all the way to 36, because I think a, a big thing that we can get screwed up on is. You got people killing themselves because they turn thirty and they don't have a career, profession, spouse, whatever. Who cares? Like Gary Vee and uh, Gary Vanderchuck. I'm all behind him when he says, "You, we got people living to be a hundred, over a hundred. You can, you can get this stuff together. You know, at some point, and you, you're not going to have it all together by thirty, or even if you don't by thirty-six. But at the same time, to your point." The sooner the better. Yeah. And I will say this now. I feel like once you jump out there and have a baby, get married, buy a new car, you have just clinched down everything. Now, because if I'm out here and I'm whatever age and I've started doing those things, then my options, not to say you can't do whatever you, you want to do in life, but you're out, you got to, you know, move with precision from that point on.
1: Right. Because you are not. Solo. It's not
0: just you. It's, it's, you're not solo. It's not just you. And that's, and, and, and that's. Uh, I think that's the greater point. When you're an explorer, I'm out here exploring and I just I don't know what I want to be. That's cool. But if you out here with babies exploring and don't know what you want to be.
1: Or a wife.
0: Or a wife, husband, whatever. All that vast, wide world that you might think you have now is like, you take your ass and get on somebody's job. Right. And you can still do those other things. Start your own whatever, but you, you gotta you need a sure thing coming in. Yeah, you know some sure money. Yeah, uh, and and you need still need to find the time to explore on the other side. So that might mean getting up earlier, staying up later, right? Working on your lunch break, uh, whatever it is. So still explore. Don't ever give up your aspirations. But when you start when you're responsible for other people, you got to move differently. I agree. Alright, let's hit the next one real quick. Builder 36 to 54. And I won't lie, this was kind of encouraging to me. Builder 36 to 54. So I'm still building. Because see, in my mind, I was I would have thought that I'm building, but I was, just, you know, supposed to be on another level. And I still believe that. It's just that this makes me feel better about it. So Builder 36 to 54. Jump on opportunities. Double your efforts. So mm-hmm. even the the, the, the the language of this is like, all right, get your shit together now. You're getting old. You know what I'm saying? Right. Build it, 36 to 54. And I'm on the backside of that, so I need to triple my efforts.
1: Yes, you Play
0: do. Play to your strengths. So it's so really, if you think about it, this one's saying, hey, look, you see, you, you got enough worldly knowledge. You've seen, what was that commercial? You've uh, We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Yes. So now you've been through some shit. I can see bullshit coming a mile away. Okay, this is a legit opportunity. Let me jump in here on it. You know, God has kind of shown me what I'm good at. I've heard feedback from other people. And now, you know, I'm me, so to speak. I'm walking into myself and and realizing my blessings, and I'm going to play to my strengths. Yes. Right? So, walk in my blessings. I agree with that. So, I like that. I like that. So, hey, if you're... 36 to 54 you're still building you're still building that nest egg and sometimes i was
1: gonna say sometimes life happens mm-hmm. that calls you to have to build like you don't have a choice like um you know things may have been going so smooth and then something happens in your life where you have to build a different way mm-hmm. i think about our guest um is it I think about our guest Sean Russell Mm -hmm. and she was, I want to say 45 when life changed for her Mm -hmm. and she is building like crazy. She Mm -hmm. is doing her thing in the candle business. And Mm -hmm. I mean, really doing her thing. Mm -hmm. So sometimes life happens that calls you to have to build, but she already had the dream instilled in her from before. She already knew what she could do. She just, you know, Put it in.
0: Good point. Good point. Because, yeah, she, uh, I think you were looking at her this morning uh, talking about her, how her expenses are going up. And she was talking about how she's having to pivot and adjust. And because uh, her expenses, uh, this is a totally different thing, but her expenses have gone up big time on making candles. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, builder. All right. All right. So, mentor 54 to 72. And the bullet points here are share your unique gifts listen something i'm wonderful at by the way no he's not i I got a head start on that one i'm already a good listener today no
1: he's not
0: i'm gonna start teaching listening (laughs) class
1: you need to stop
0: (laughs) all right start small then deepen your commitment
1: now i had a problem with this age range for for this because i think a mentor can start earlier than Mm -hmm. this i think that even in our age group, we can be mentors. I don't think it has to start at 54. I think it should have already started.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: we should always be mentoring someone. Mm-hmm. I really do.
0: I, I agree with that. And I and this actually this thing actually reminds me of those personality tests. I've probably taken a million of them with different jobs. So, uh, but I'll, I'm always kind of like right down the middle. I'm a driver to a degree, and I'm a uh, I can't even remember all of them. But more like you know I. Basically, I can lead when I need to lead. I can follow when I need to follow. I can, you know, if somebody's a loud mouth and needs to feel good about leading, I can, you know, play off of that without pissing off. But anyway, right down the middle. And so I feel that way about these stages of life. Yeah. Really, you kind of dip in and out, um, you know, as you go through. So certainly before you get 54, you can start mentoring somebody. But I think they're saying, at this point, Make a concerted effort to really, almost like a like a coach relationship. Yeah. Find some people that, like, hey, I want to impart to you My
1: knowledge. what
0: I know, what I've done, what I've seen, how I've avoided some potholes. Uh, tell you about the potholes I ran into, why this was a pothole, uh, why this looked enticing. Here's why you need to stay out of the strip club. Here's why you don't need to come home at 2.30 a.m. Here's why, you know. what I'm saying, right. I think it's saying make a concerted effort to really. I'm taking you under my wing, and I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it to you. And by now, I've even when I was mentoring before, I'm so seasoned now. And I'm, I don't mean me. I mean this person mm-hmm. is so seasoned now till even the, the way I deliver it, it has been uh, refined and optimized. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's saying like. Not just a mentor, but like a really solid level 10 type mentor, I think is what they were saying. I
1: agree.
0: Uh, but I totally agree that, yes, we should be, certainly be mentoring uh, people all along. All right. And we've gotten to our last stage here, y'all. Uh, giver. And this says 72 to 90, but of course, 72 to whatever, you know. Right. 120, 140. Um uh, Giver. Uh, it says, revisit your aspirations, give to a cause, interact with young people in a meaningful way. So, what do you, giver, what do you, well, like when you think of a giver, what, what do you think of?
1: Um, I actually think of me now, at the age I am now. Oh,
0: so you a giver.
1: I, I'm definitely a giver. Okay. I believe in giving okay, time. Giver,
0: shout out to givers.
1: I believe in giving time. I believe in giving money. I believe in um, just giving. I mean, I just give naturally. Like oh, I don't well, have a I don't have okay. a problem with giving to others. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So and I give. Giver? And I give without expectation.
0: So you're a giver.
1: I'm absolutely a giver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why you're asking that.
0: I, I'm just trying to get clarification because I'm a good listener, so I'm trying to li- make sure I'm listening right Oh, you
1: heard me the first time. Okay,
0: I'm, I'm trying to, so we got a giver over here and a listener over here and so listeners trying to make sure that he got his mm-hmm. giving hearing what his giver saying. Mm-hmm. Alright, so yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, like a giver, I think at this point, certainly you want to have, build a nest egg for your uh, family. Not that you owe them anything. Nobody owes anything, anybody anything, but it's I think black America is kind of waking up to the uh, mentality that we need to build generational wealth. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that we shouldn't have land and beach houses and lake houses and uh, suites at ac- uh, academic events. Academic events, yes. But yes. Uh, athletic events, why? Why not, right? Why not? Why not? Why can't we have all this same stuff? So, um what I think is going to happen more and more is that we're going to be able to give not only to our um, people that we're related to, but also uh, as we meet like servers in restaurants or obviously homeless people or people in need uh, that we can give, you know, to them. Right. Because in general now, if you think about your average black person, look, I ain't got really nothing to give nobody. I'm struggling to take care of my square, right? Right. And so now I think we will, we, we over time will be able to like, Hey, I'm giving, I've, I've earned a lot.
1: I think that's the wrong attitude to have to say that you don't have anything to give to anybody. Cause we all have something to give to yeah. someone. It doesn't always have to be monetary. It doesn't. You know what?
0: I'm so glad you said that. Cause it doesn't. you know, I really believe, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but something happens to somebody and I'm going to pray for you. And don't, I believe in prayer. I believe prayer is big. But you know what? I want somebody to sh- show up with some, and prayer is a resource. But I want you to be so faithful and so prayerful till it sh- manifests itself in some stuff. Money. Uh, physical products. If I need towels to bathe with, towels, toilet tissue.
1: And there are a lot of uh, people uh, that cash, do that. But here's the other Savings bond. Here's the other thing. If people are praying for you and they are, you know, fervent prayers, um, praying individuals, I should say, then God will send the right person with whatever you need your way. It may not be that individual, Mm -hmm. but that individual has prayed for you and he will send it through another individual or that individual knows someone that can get something done. So to Uh, me, prayer is the ultimate, but it has to be someone who's truly praying for you. I know a lot of people I, say I, I'm praying for you, but and they just use it loosely. I get that. Uh-huh. However, I know me. If there's mm-hmm. something I can do for someone, well, I'm going a, to do it. But you're a giver. I am. <laughs> I am.
0: All right. So, I I just I think a lot of people, you know how the young folks be like miss me with that. And don't please uh religious people out there don't think that I'm being dismissive of religion, I'm a believer. But what I'm saying, you know how to put it this way: faith without works is, is dead. dead.
1: Yeah, it's
0: folks that's in need, uh, you know, I'm gonna pray for you. And I'm gonna, uh, anyway, next.
1: All I, I want some is, stuff,
0: right? Give me, send me the stuff.
1: Look in the mirror. I'm, I agree. I, I, I'm not saying I'm
0: good at this. I'm saying that I think a, a lot of people are like, hey, yeah, thank you for praying for me. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. What else you got? I, I want it to show up in the way of stuff. I want to see that my you can help my life, you know, change and move. And- Again,
1: it's not always that that person who you are implying and is going to be the one to... Give it to I, them. Not, it can go around. God I will make that thing prayer. work out. I,
0: I'm just trying. I'm just trying to show a different. I'm, you know how somebody has a mirror and show you. know, I want to reflect the light a little bit different way. That's how okay. I'm doing. You, you act like I said, I'm an atheist. I believe in God. Oh, I you wouldn't be prayer. married to me
1: if you were an atheist. So I just
0: want to. You know, this is what happen when you share different viewpoints. You mad?
1: No, not at all. I'm just not going to let you. Um, she mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm just not going to let you <laughs> downsize the, the not, Yes, you are. I'm, I'm not going to let you downsize what prayer
0: can do. Because I
1: know what prayer can do. I've,
0: I do too. That's why I'm here.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks to ma'am's prayers.
0: <laughs> See? Alright. Alright, so we want to hear what y'all think about these five stages of life. Dreamer, explorer, builder, mentor, giver. What do we got to add to that, Angela?
1: I think that we've you know, pretty much wrapped it up.
0: All right. So, are you? Do you feel like you are in the uh, builder stage right now? I am. But, but, but you just ate up with giving, though, right?
1: I'm the natural giver. Yes.
0: But, but you ate up with giving, is how I said it.
1: <laughs> I'm a natural giver. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. All right. What we got next?
1: All right. Next, we have would you weather?
0: Would you rather?
1: rather. Okay, so Calvin, let's see. Today, for would you rather, I am going to ask you a couple of questions. We might put this
0: one on YouTube, by the way. So I'm, I'm actually I'm doing a little uh, shoulder shimmy. <laughs> so if you want to get that, go out there and check it out. Shoulder shimmy, Calvin Riggs. All right. Oh, those are my shoulders or my head, honey?
1: More, let's honey. move on.
0: Shoulders. Head. Would shoulder, you rather heating. give
1: up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life? Both of. Or give up the internet for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs> Would I rather give air conditioning and heating mm-hmm. for the rest of my life?
1: Or give up the internet for the rest of your life.
0: Alright, so let's 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 put some boundaries around this. At home or period? Period. And give up the internet, period?
1: Period.
0: So I'm assuming this is is this gonna impact my work life? Yes. Oh, hell. Look, look. I, I, it, none of that really matters when you really think about the options. I'm going to give up the internet. Okay. No air conditioning, no heat. I'm going to die.
1: Right. Anyway,
0: so I won't be here to enjoy the internet.
1: I mean, because of what I was thinking was it probably will make a lot of people go out and start reading more, um, learning how to do things with your hands. Mm-hmm. It'll probably keep some people out of trouble, keep marriages together. Giving up the internet? Yeah, because there's so much crap out there Mm -hmm. so you know you can still find the information you just have to seek a little harder to find it
0: so i'm gonna have air conditioning and heating but i won't have the internet but you'll
1: have newspapers you'll have books you'll have the library you'll have access to information just not on your phone just not a phone just not quick
0: so i'm gonna lose my job though
1: not necessarily. I'm probably going to get a
0: manual labor job.
1: You know, not necessarily. i don't have the
0: internet because my boss is going to be like, go over there and handle that report. And I'm going to go over there and be like, the internet won't work. And everybody else is going to be like,
1: oh, it's yes, working fine. Well, you'll be and going to be like, Calvin's stupid. You're going from house to house doing whatever you're doing. Odd uh,
0: jobs, cutting grass.
1: Or um, selling insurance listening. because they didn't have yeah, the internet for years. And they just had paper and they would just go to people's homes with contracts and Things of that nature. So you just got to take it back a step or two. Yeah,
0: let's go back in time. Right. Okay. All right. So I'm giving up uh, the internet.
1: Definitely. You're sure?
0: Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Without doubt, I'm giving up the internet.
1: Okay. All right. So the next question is: Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or nothing but horror movies?
0: See. Uh this one kinda easy. Actually I'm gonna say Hallmark Christmas movies. Because even though I like true crime, I don't like horror movies at all. Me either. Like at all. Me either. So that, that one's easy, actually. Hallmark Christmas movies it is.
1: Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, mm.
0: So I get to see the uh the the handsome bachelor who's a widow Moves into this small town <laughs> and starts dating the lady that owns a candle shop. But she's about to lose the candle shop because the the landowner, the the, the the guy that owns the building, wants to turn into a strip club. And the community bands together and uh, saves the candle shop and no more strip club. And they get married and live happily
1: ever after. Yeah. Yeah. You're so funny. All right, everybody. Um, it's time for to reveal Guess Who?
0: Guess Who?
1: Okay, honey. I'm going to read Ooh, it one more time.
0: Guess Who? Hit that swoosh for me one more time. Guess Who?
1: Okay. I emphasize education and family values as means to secede. Mm-hmm. The national spokesman for the African-American cause at turn of the 20th century. My last name is a president who has passed away many, many, many years ago. As a matter of fact, he was the president in... Let me just look it up real quick.
0: Okay. Because I'm drawing a complete blank. But I feel like if I get this last name, I got it. But I also feel like that's cheating.
1: Well, here's here's an even better hint. Okay. Um, This president, I believe, was the first U.S. president. Washington? And this African-American's last name is the same.
0: All right. So let me think of all the black people named Washington that I know that are famous. Denzel Washington? Hello. But that's not the answer.
1: (laughs) Absolutely Uh, not.
0: Read the clue for me one more time.
1: I emphasize education and family values as means to secede. The national spokesman for the Amer- African American calls at turn of the 20th century.
0: It's not George Washington Carver, is it? No. I'm going to say I don't know.
1: Okay. It's Booger T. Booker. Booker. Tea. I said Booger. Sorry, oh, Booger T. <laughs> it's B- Booker <laughs> T. Washington.
0: <laughs> okay. I would have never guessed that. Booker T. Washington. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I hear, I hear the name. It's one of those I hear the name, but I don't even know what he did.
1: Yeah, I remember reading a sadly, book about him when me. I was younger. Oh, um, Booker T. But to tell you, um, what's the college? Tus- Tuskegee University. Tuskegee.
0: Well, that, I thought that was with uh, George Washington Carver and the Peanuts.
1: He has some affiliation with Tuskegee.
0: Booker T.? Oh, yes.
1: Okay. I want to say he was the first. As a matter of fact, he was an educator and reformer. The first president and principal developer of Tuskegee Normal and Industrial Institute. Okay. Now the Tuskegee University.
0: Shout out to Tuskegee University. Shout out to Booker T. Washington. I didn't know that. All right. So, sweet. That was our would you rather. All right.
1: And next, we have our quote for today.
0: Today's quote.
1: And I have to get to it.
0: Baby, you can do. And it. today's Take your time quote was sent right. in to
1: us by Dorothy Riggs.
0: Dorothy Riggs.
1: And this is So Her Be observant and aware of your surroundings. Don't peer into the windows of others, but periodically look outside your own.
0: Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> definitely going to look outside <laughs> hers. And she's definitely aware of her surroundings.
1: Yes, and don't 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 mess with her because she will call the police.
0: Yes, law enforcement. Law enforcement has a friend in Dorothy.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, Dorothy ain't gonna vote to defund no cops.
1: You got that right. I'm not either.
0: All right, so hey, good show, right? I think it was High an awesome five. show. If you're watching on YouTube, that's all. Reach over so they can at least see your hand.
1: More, reach over.
0: Boom. All right, so that was Angela's hand. All right, so here we go. We're gonna close it out. All right, all right. Thank you all for listening. If you like the show, like, share, subscribe, do all the stuff. If you got if you have an iPhone, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll certainly help the show grow. A and, five uh, star
1: rating, please.
0: Yes, five star rating. We would just love that. Uh, anything, whether you like or. Disliked uh, or agreed or disagree With any topic we had today Email us at uh, Calvin at Okay, Send us an email Let us know you can Send us articles or anything that you would like for us to go over Or a topic you'd like for us To take a stab at uh, Send that to us uh, Calvin at Wolf.com. We both check that email address And uh, Angela what else do we need to say As we get out of here
1: I think that's it babe
0: all right. So, I feel like we're off our groove here. So, here we go. We're going to So, we will see you in another fresh episode in 2,
1: two weeks. weeks. We're, we're out.
0: out. Peace. Peace. Good stuff. Good stuff. Bad joke. All right. So, here's if if you are still here, then you are truly loyal and I got a bad joke for you. And here it is anyone can be buried when they die but if you want to be created oh wait let me okay so we're gonna do that again (laughs) anyone can be buried when they die but if you want to be cremated you gotta earn it
1: (laughs) right. and if you're still listening the first person to send us an email and say that they heard the dad joke wins the prize But you do have to send that email to Calvin at com, And we're asking you to send an email so that we can have proof who the first person was. Enjoy.
0: We're out. Peace. Peace.